keep this in mind. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> that's where we should start. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Because when you laugh, I, I'm trying to get your laughs in there. People, every fucking time people say something about the podcast, it's your fucking laugh they're talking about. So we got to get that shit primo. See, yeah, you're talking about my mumbly voice. It's Cody's laughter that's ruining everything. <laughs> what? <laughs> Rodney even said himself it blew out his eardrum. Yeah, he did. If anything, uh, my laugh is the lifeblood of this podcast. <laughs> and you know what? That's exactly true because I could prove it. So check this out. We got a couple shout outs recently. Ooh, okay. One of them was from a podcast called Super Had Not Bros. Um, shout out to those guys. You could go check out their podcast. That's their handle on Twitter as well. There's also Robots Don't Age. They gave us a shout out. They have an episode, episode 54, We Will Wreck You, R-E-C. They're not, they wrecked us in a good way. So check this out, check this out. Oh, wait, fuck, Did you, can you guys hear that? I can't no. hear it at all. Oh, I know what happened. Hold on, time out, time out, sorry. Fuck, I had it queued up and everything. Anthony. Anthony, seriously, all that talk, oh, and you just dropped the ball. <laughs> yeah, Anthony, We dude. all make mistakes. Okay, hold on, hold on. But no one makes mistakes like you do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, when you when you shoot bigger shots, you make bigger mistakes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Is that science? <laughs> That's science, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's check this out. You shoot bigger <laughs> shots, you make <laughs> bigger, bigger mistakes. mistakes. <laughs> I uh, feel like that's something Shakespeare once said. <laughs> Here, Edgar Allan Poe said that. Edgar Allan yeah. Poe. I think it was Mark Twain, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Socrates. <laughs> it was Anthony fucking Iannaccio who said it, all right? Oh, yeah. The, the Socrates of our generation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let me play this fucking clip. So there's this podcast called Comics and Chronic, which is exactly what it sounds like. Uh, these guys are hilarious. One of them has like the best belly laugh that I've ever heard. It's like <laughs> contagious laughter. Just a bunch of dudes hanging out. They did a Soprano summer series, which like went over a lot of episodes of Sopranos. That's when I got familiar with their podcast. But like they mostly talk about comic book and like, you know, Marvel-related stuff, superheroes and what have you. Um, Very funny. Nice. Yeah, if you like our show, definitely drop by there. Fuck yeah, out. shout out to them. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Hell yeah. That's a very dope shout out. Yeah. So shout out to Robots Stone Age. Check out that podcast. Nice. And thank you for yeah. shouting us out, guys. I'm going to send them some stickers, actually. So Nice. Free hey, you know shit. What? You yeah. guys have earned it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Swagalicious. <laughs> Sorry, I ate an edible earlier and I can feel it slowly. So if I say Ooh. continuingly stupid things, it's because it's washing over me like right now. It would be such a rare thing. Who could? <laughs> 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 I'm going to fight you. <laughs> Coming out to LA just to beat your ass for that one, buddy. I wish you would, dog. <laughs> do you know what i movie i just watched the menu so good yeah i yeah. loved it banger i didn't know what it was gonna be i thought it was gonna be like an artsy culinary movie no yeah definitely not that no, yeah, no it's it, got it Vol fucking, our boy voldemort in it ray fines our boy voldemort he's not our boy you don't like Vol you don't like ray fines I do. I just don't know if I want to like associate him only. Only Ralph isn't his name Ralph. 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 Ralph but it's pronounced Wraith. Really? Yeah, I swear to God. I don't like that. <laughs> you don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> we don't like the pronunciation of your name. No, there's an L in there. You should. You should use it. But uh, you don't want to associate him with Harry Potter. I don't know. Like I was honestly never like I liked the first. Nah, he three. was good as Voldemort. Yeah, it's just I, he's done better shit. I don't know. No, I mean, yeah. Don't get me wrong. I agree with you. I actually, if I'm being honest, I fucking hate Harry Potter. I'll yeah, go on dude. this rant right now. Harry Potter fucking sucks. Yeah, he's sorry, lame. commies. If you like Harry Potter, grow up. Uh, <laughs> 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 it, just, like, it just never resonated with me. I actually really loved the books when I was a kid. Yeah, that's um, where my love for it was. But I stopped reading after book four, and Me I just kind of, I just kind of gave. Oh, you didn't even read all of them. 
No. I made it halfway through book four and then I stopped. I finished book four, but book four was kind of a chore and I just like stopped yeah, giving a shit. I, I was like, who are fuck these British kids? Um, I also took a look, good look at myself when I was reading book four and I was like, wait, hold up. I'm not gay. I'll I'll say this I I liked the books and I I I was never like the biggest fan but I still like them and and I it just sucks that JK Rowling such a piece of shit that like even if you do like because Harry Potter books worse and that world was special to a lot of people it still is and she kind of ruined it by being a piece of shit you know so like she's like super anti-trans like she just but that's what that's like her mentality. But so it's just it's just hateful, and she she like double downs on it. Like she she's just not a nice person, and it, it just turned a lot of people off to the book, rightfully so. I mean, like you know, you you find out like someone you like, like an artist, is like a piece of shit. You don't really want to support them anymore, obviously. But know it from there. Let's let's actually make a good segue. James Gunn, like people tried to cancel him for like stupid ass tweets that are obviously just like edgelord jokes that everyone was like making back in the day. Like, yeah, they're still from like years fucked ago, up. We all, no less. Yeah. Like from over 10 years ago, they tried to cancel him. And from that moment, I think it led to this moment for sure. Oh, obviously. Yeah. It, honestly, it for sure did. Like literally, like you could almost like time it out. Like it's exactly. Like, it's a completely different, I'm trying to say completely different thing where, like, yeah, you could say, fuck you, J.K. Rowling. We don't want to look at your work anymore. We, we don't give a shit. But, like, James Gunn is, like, someone that he's always made cool stuff, and I've, I've, I've never found a reason to hate the guy or, like, dislike any of the stuff he makes, you know? Like, I just like him as, as a creator. I hated J.K. Rowling before it was cool, though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I agree. Here, that's what you guys <laughs> proved right there. Exactly. <laughs> I'm just not going to pretend like I didn't like Harry Potter books growing up, you know? Like, I, I didn't think they were bad or anything. I just, like, I, I liked, was a fan. I liked the first three, and I do like, like, the first four movies, honestly. Like, I, I actually like The Chamber of Secrets a lot, that movie. That movie The slaps. movies are pretty good, too, yeah. <laughs> I just feel, for me, it's just the kind of thing that, like, when you first, when you first watch it, or read, or however you you know, got it. It seemed so cool and unique. And then like, after a while you realize like the writing, it wasn't as good as you thought, you know what I mean? Like the plotting, it was just like, like full of holes. It just kind of like, it just wasn't as cool. It just lost its appeal really quick. Uh, and I don't know. I just wasn't a big fan. I also didn't like the, like before, I guess she came out as super anti-trans, whatever, like that she retconned characters, like Dumbledore is gay all of a sudden, like post yeah. books being published. I, I hate that shit when it's like, oh, n- did you know he's gay? It's like, well, there was no, Oh yeah, and she never actually put it in the book. Like, trying to cover her books. own ass or something. Yeah, exactly. It's like, don't, but even without trying to cover her own ass, like uh, creators in general, like I see in comic books, like, oh, this character's gay. And it's like, well, why don't you just make a new gay character? I mean, you can make a character gay, but sometimes it just feels forced as shit. Yeah, right. Yeah, just create somebody cool and unique. and Yeah, sometimes it works, yeah. Yeah, don't just be like, hey, this character's gay because we need a yeah. new character. I mean, it doesn't add anything. <laughs> just because I was listening to this episode the other day when Abraham Reisman pitched uh, Professor X and Magneto being gay, that, that's that's actually, that would work. Like, the way they, like, made that make sense. You know what I mean? That that would be I like would something like I'd that be like, too. Okay, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know if it would add a dynamic for me. You don't think if they experimented in college, it would yeah. add a dynamic? Um, yeah, I mean, I guess. Because, I mean, like, the thing is, they clearly love each other. They just work against each other and have different means to the same ends. Mm-hmm. And you know what I mean? Yeah, like, you can totally do that without there being, like, a subtext of it being gay. No, absolutely. But the but going to your point of, like, sometimes, you know, the characters are just... Because you also have to go, go back to times where these creators were... Uh, these creators, these characters were created and written where no one was going to do that because they were like, oh, I don't believe in that shit. Or, you know, just some yeah. bigoted... You know, it's just, like, not of the time, I guess. But, like... That's why I, I think it's okay when characters are diversified, diversified and like diversified, <laughs> diversified. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm just saying, I've never had an issue with that. Sometimes, yeah, it does feel forced. Yeah, there's a diff- it, it. It really just honestly goes depends on whose hands they're in and how they're being written. Yeah, exactly. You exactly. know what I mean? Like, like if they wrote a beautiful, like not even that they had to fuck, but like. Even like a subtext, like a well-written subtext of 
Charles and uh, Magneto and like them just kind of like maybe feeling things for each other. And maybe that's like a part of their hatred because they never Ooh. actually got to see the romance Ooh. through. I kind of you know like what that, I mean? Cody. That's actually good. That's good storytelling. Yeah. That hey. I would like. I would almost Cody like Cody Feige back uh, at Cody it again. Feige. Hey, the, the <laughs> mad genius himself. <laughs> I would actually like that. Yeah. It would actually work almost better if they were gay. And they never acted on it, but they did decide to work together for the better of mutant kind. But yeah, there is that bit of resentment because they love each other and they've never, neither of them have had the courage to like act. Or maybe they had like one night and that one night is all like that's bringing them together. Like each other, but their views on mutant kind are so polarizing that they can't. That's why they mm. never actually kill each other. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because they themselves. It's like, like saga them. in that way. Like they're they're Ooh. like lovers on the run. Exactly. I kind of like that. I'm actually, all right. You changed my mind, Cody Cannon. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> but what I was gonna say is that I actually don't mind. Like especially with the X Men universe because it works so well because it is such a parallel. We've even seen it in the movies when uh, in X Men Two when Bobby Drake's mom is like, "Have you ever tried not being a mutant?" That's like a literal line from the movie. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah. like, I wouldn't mind like X Men characters. I think a lot of them even should be queer and gay and trans and you know. Yeah, Ice Man is one of those characters that you wouldn't say like originally was. But he gay. wasn't originally gay, right? That's what I mean. And it's a character that that was, but through like you could actually. And I've seen people do this online, like show like issues where it's like, yeah, actually, there's things about Bobby Drake's character that. Like as the X Men went on, you could it, it might be like what is it called queer coded, which I don't know anything about, so I, I can't speak on it. But what I'm saying is like in comics, like again, like there's just ways to do it, and it's and and it's just character growth. That's all it is. Like it's just oh, we're in 2023 right. now, you know. Like every character can't be a straight white guy. I agree. So. I just don't like when it's like shoehorned in there. Yeah, there's yeah. a difference. There's a difference between pander. There's a difference between like pandering and like and writing. writing like a beautiful story. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Also, the way they revealed Iceman was gay was fucked up because Jean Grey just revealed it to everybody. She's like, oh. She outed him. Yeah, what? like she he, did? he it wasn't he did yeah, exactly. It was just like what? Why would what? that's lame? <laughs> yeah, there's just some stuff that I feel like is like, oh, Marvel, the corporation is like, we need to step up our numbers. You know yeah, what I exactly. mean? Like so yeah. we need so our rather than like numbers up. <laughs> Yeah, so rather than having like a cool, meaningful story behind it, they're just like, now this person came out. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, see, that's what I don't like is the shoehorned, pandering, forced shit. But yeah, if yeah. you do good writing, oh, you can make anything. Yeah, I think that was kind of like Marvel's clumsy first steps at attempting because that was like Brian Michael Bendis, who also created and wrote Miles Morales, but he's just like a white Jewish guy. Like, he he's not like. He's not here. We the, go. Like, Classic anti-Semitism coming our way. No, no, what? No, what I'm trying to say. <laughs> definitely not. No, definitely not. Listen, but what I'm trying to say is eventually, like, you get an Iceman series written by like a queer author. You get Miles Morales written by uh, people of color. You know what I mean? Like, it, that's when I think like that's those ideas work better. Not when like if you told me to write Miles Morales, that doesn't it doesn't feel right. You get what I'm saying? Like it like it, it doesn't, doesn't do anything for the character. Yeah, and it's not gonna. I don't think it's gonna resonate as much. You know. So I actually want to like keep going with this topic only because I, I watched a cool video and I agreed with him. It was Denzel. But so then I guess now, especially in today, 2023 with all the, 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 the culture that it is. Mm-hmm. And then if I'm also like, are, do you feel that only like queer writers can write queer comics? Black authors can write black comics. Like you just said, you can't write a Miles Morales. However, I'm just referencing like the wire created and written by David Simon. Yeah, no, I'm not saying it only, and I'm not. I'm not saying I can't. I just, I, I think, I think in today's day and age, again, like especially in comic books, like in a long history of just white guys getting straight white guys getting the the role of being a writer, and that when there's so much more room for more creative and diverse voices. I mean, honestly, like a lot of people, there's like a section of the comic book community that like hate that so oh, much. Yeah, no, just like a, a hateful very toxic people. element of comic book fandom. And I just don't get it because I it really like diverse voices just means not white guys writing it anymore. And that's cool because now we have different writers with different takes from different pr- parts of the world, from different cultures, like just living completely different and more felt experiences. You know what I mean? Like 
like, yes, I could write a story about a woman of color, but how is like, why do you want to hear that from me when an actual woman of color could write that story? You know, like it, like that's what I think. And we know you hate strong female leads, Allah. She, yeah. So, so how could I ever relate? But no, you get, you get what I mean. You get what I mean. I'm not trying to say I shouldn't. I no, just I, think I, give someone yeah, else, let yeah. someone else do that. No, I agree with you, and I think that like everyone should be given opportunities. I think that's a big thing. Like, don't get me wrong. I I do think that like the best writers should be writing the you know the stories that they want to write you know um but that being said that means like make sure we hear everybody's give everybody equal opportunity you know what i mean yeah like hell yeah like like just like a different kind of thing but look at how that british dude captured the voice of appalachia and west virginia and specific and coal town specifically you know what i mean but that being said we've gone through decades and decades where white people straight white men have had the only opportunities yeah right so like let's give everyone opportunities but like also like if you can write a better she hulk story than i can anthony you know whatever you get what i'm saying yes yes and i could and i could like you should be the writer (laughs) also going back to your thing like you know people from different cultures should do it so in in this clip i watched recently it was when uh that movie fences came out based off of the play that denzel was in Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you guys ever see that? No, no. But okay. I heard it was great. Good. It's phenomenal. It's phenomenal. Yeah, him and Viola Davis. Anyways, the interviewer oh, yeah, is yeah. the interviewer is asking him why she was like, "Could this movie work with uh, a white director? Does it have to be a black director? Why? Why is it important that it's a black director?" And then he said, "It's it's culture, not character." He's like Spielberg did Schindler's List, Scorsese did Goodfellas they're both from that culture. He was like, yeah, he was like, Scorsese could probably do a good Schindler's list and Spielberg could probably do a good, good fellas. He's like, yeah. but no one knows what it is to have a hot comb run through your hair on a Sunday morning. Like, and I thought that was cool. And I was like, oh, I was like, mm, I love that. Yeah. Completely yeah. agree with that. So, yeah, no, I, so I do agree. I also just like, sometimes I get, especially when it comes to like movie casting, it's like, okay, I want to put out a movie. I kind of want to put out the best movie. I want the best performer. Say I cast Leonardo DiCaprio as a, a trans character, but then there's an uproar because he's not trans. Why didn't you go with a trans actor? But it's like, okay, I get like, I'm not against like auditioning trans actors, but I feel like if I want to put out something really good, I'm going to go with who's ever better. Yeah, no, and with that's kind of what I agree, but just give everybody the opportunity. You know what I mean? Like I'll go with the better actor before I go with the actor that is the character, you know? Yeah. So, I think in comics, though, it's 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 less of an, a chance to be like that. Yes, For there are sure. big name comic writers, but like I, I I don't want it to sound like also like the reverse. Like so so Anthony, what you're saying is a black person can't write a white character. You know, Ooh. like I don't think it works that way. This That's, just I think it, Anthony just said that. Yeah, <laughs> I said, those words came out of my mouth. I set myself up for that one. But 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 to really say like I don't want to twist the logic in the sense that, like I really do think what you guys are saying is the the biggest point. The 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 talent of the writer is what comes first and and I think in 2023 now comics especially are recognizing the talent of more diverse voices. Like I everything from artists to writers to everything and I think it just makes it really cool. Like they're doing really cool things in DC and Marvel. And yes, maybe like a lot of these writers are fresher and they're not like the most seasoned writers of all time, but you're still getting like, you know, newer readers, younger people getting into comics, you know, that like are living that life. And like, you know, like we are just like, yeah, fucking civil war and, and fucking like <laughs> infinite crisis. And just like, oh, I think dudes f- punching each other war. in the face. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> no, I mean, like, yeah, that's like we're our yeah. North versus the South. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Comics wise, we're from the civil war era, I guess. This yeah. is what I'm saying. Oh, you shit. Know? Are we union members or are we Confederates? <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're the union, of course. Are you Why? team Tony Stark or are you team Captain? Oh, I'm team Cap for sure. Oh, I'm Same. team Cap easily. Yeah, yeah easy. Exactly. Yeah, no, one is really, yeah, no one's really team Stark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn, this episode was supposed to be about the DCU and we're like, all, we're, we're getting into a deep, really cool deep combo about. <laughs> just go with the yeah, I mean, we're just talking our opinions you know i will say i'm almost done with i uh, like it jonathan hickman's x-men's omnibus and i'm i'm loving it honestly nice yeah like, I, I love yes. it. i haven't this read his like, x-men om- oh, omnibus man, this is like what well we read uh house of x powers of x yeah it starts with the house of x powers of oh, okay. yeah 
Check out that episode. Yeah, dude, I gotta say, I'm all, I'm, I'm totally down with, yeah, yeah, by the way, please see that episode. <laughs> uh, dude, yeah, I'm loving like just everything. Dude, Magneto, I love how like, how, how he's doing Magneto in this book. Yep. Like, Magneto's awesome in this comic book, I think. Apocalypse is cool. Dude, even the kids are like, Magneto! Like when Magneto comes yeah, back they from love like, fucking up enemies, the kids like run up to him, they're like, Magneto, Magneto! He's like, hello, Magneto. <laughs> <laughs> he's, a, he's awesome. Yeah, Grandpa Magneto. But like still killing aliens and shit. I'm excited for you to, I, I, it's coming up. So I'm excited for you to do the first two volumes of, yeah, of all new X-Men. Oh, all new. Yeah. No, because we're going to read, we're going to read, gonna read uh, new, new X-Men. Yeah, yeah. That's Grant Morrison. That's before Hickman, but. Way before, but it, it sets the stage. For sure. For sure. Yeah. It's so important to the history. Well, you know what we're setting the stage for is today's episode. <laughs> boo, yeah. boo, 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 boo. That was one long intro. <laughs> yeah. I think it does actually. We're talking a lot about comics and I feel like a big thing about this DCU thing is like James Gunn is promoting those fucking comics and connecting it to those, the movies. We're talking you know? about change. And he, change. one thing that we were talking about that he literally said is what's most important to me in regards to DC is the storytelling. He was mm. like, I don't want it to all feel the same. He said, I want all of these to have distinct visions and directors and you know what I mean? Which I like. Yeah. And it yeah. seems like based on the comics he's referencing, um, they are both more colorful in tone and actual like ink. In color yeah. Eyes. Especially like super uh, girl woman of tomorrow. Yeah. Which like, yes. I feel that I actually got kind of loved, but what's that? I told you like, it's just, it's a lot of writing. Tom King wrote a lot. Yeah. It's not as brief as some of his other dialogue oh, and not, other it's, books, but that's it's okay. It's a great book. But I'm halfway book. through and I really like it. Dude, I told you the art is sick. The art is it, amazing too. Yeah. And she's badass in this book. Like she's stupid, yeah. awesome and powerful and fuck shit up. Yeah, I got it. It's in the mail. So I'll be getting it anytime soon. Yeah. Nice. So I, yeah. I, I, I feel like really, it sold out in a lot of places really quick. As soon as the announcement happened, a lot of these books sold out. So if you haven't grabbed it, you might have, <laughs> you might not issues. have a chance to get it right now. Yeah. Well, well, well. Comics Chronic, boys. <laughs> yeah, what a what an episode! I like what it. Wow. This is how we do. We don't have to do intros when you tell us to do it. We'll do it. Yeah, <laughs> we're doing our introduction three quarters of the way yeah. through, yeah. baby. Yeah. Yeah. Just the shit at the end one day. <laughs> one day, yeah. Maybe there won't even be an intro for one episode. Who knows? Ooh. Yeah. Welcome to today's topic. We are talking the DC Extended Film Universe which is now being overseen by James Gunn and Peter Safran. Peter Safran, who I do not know. <laughs> but it seems like James Gunn is pretty much the creative director of all this. Yeah. James Gunn. I'm excited. Coming over from... Coming over from Marvel. His last movie. We still, you know, he's still doing Guardians 3, but this is obviously his main agenda now going forward. Yeah, I do wonder how much money he's getting paid. I, guess, I bet he's getting paid an insane amount. I'm sure. Oh yeah, dude is gonna be if he after he does this like slate. If he if he walks away, I bet you he would not have to work again the rest of his life. Yeah, I mean he probably already doesn't, but like yeah, no, he probably would not. But that's the thing about James Gunn that you could tell he loves this. He yeah, like obviously like he, he wouldn't do it if he wasn't getting paid. But who knows? Maybe he, maybe he might. Like you could feel the love for him you know, for the, that he has for the comics. Yeah, I gotta say, like all of his movies, even if I don't like all of them, there's a lot of like passion in them. Like he makes he seems enthusiastic with his movies, mm-hmm. dude. And his shows, dude. Fucking yes, Peacemaker man was the other day. incredible. Nice. Yeah, let's not forget that we fucking love Peacemaker, awesome. and I, we definitely said that was the best superhero. That that was 2021, I think, and I think we said that was the best uh, superhero TV show. Oh no, that's 2020. That what year? No, that was 2021, right? 2021. December 2021. Yeah, we I, and I remember like us being like, this is the best. Like there were a lot of MCU shows that came out, but. Peacemaker fucking was like top of the charts. Peacemaker blew him out the water. Yep. For me, I would say that 2022, for me, it was uh, The Boys that blows, yes. that blows yeah. all the Marvel shows out of the water easily. Yep. Yeah, I would say those two shows, as far as shows go, are the best two superhero properties made. Mm. Yeah. I saw someone call it out this way. What do you guys think? Like, Like, MCU doesn't, like it references the comics, but it, it changes a lot. You know, like it's not, it's the comics aren't like forefront. Um, the boys, like I haven't read the comics, but from what everyone says, the boys TV show is completely different from the comics. Yeah. It's not, it's not doing the comics at all. So DC now is like really taking the sole, like unique, like 
let's actually do the comics. It really seems like we're going that way. Like to me, that's like music to my ears, especially for DC who the Snyderverse wasn't that for me. Well, I agree. And also I would say like as cool as uh, Thor Ragnarok is, it's such a missed opportunity to do planet Hulk justice. Yep. Yeah. And yeah, that's what I'm saying. Marvel's just dude. If I'm being honest, be honest, Cody, will you? I'm in, I'm in a hatery mood with Ooh, Marvel, like man. Yes, let the hate flow through you. Um, Marvel is just in cherry picking the best the comics have to offer mm. and putting them up in these shell ways. Like they're just like taking the coolest ideas from the comic and forcing them into every single story, and none of it has heart. Mm, hot take. Dude, if you like, I'm excited for Ant Man, but nothing Marvel's doing is making me excited. The last thing I think they really nailed was uh, Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. Yeah. Mm. And I think the only reason that worked so well is because it felt like a Raimi movie, not not because it felt like a Marvel. Yeah. 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 Right. And it wasn't even completely a Raimi movie. They just gave him more room to be rainy. creative control yeah yeah and again back that back to that point that James Gunn seems to be hammering home we're going to it's about the storytelling and those creative visions of of these new properties not the new properties but this new oh so okay so he calls it gods and monsters it's chapter 1 it's this DC doesn't fucking do phases guys it's chapters okay and it's chapter 1 well shit let's talk about the lineup let's talk about it some of the things that James Gunn announced is that we will be getting a Batman Brave and the Bold. Yeah. I read all of Grant Morrison's uh, Batman run from when Damien's introduced, and it's awesome. Yeah, I love that run. Grant Morrison's Batman is so good, and I'm so excited for Damien. I'm going to say Damien's my favorite Robin. I'm saying would, it. And so to see him on screen, to see Robin on screen, I'm pumped. I would almost say too. And now I don't have to worry about him getting, uh, like I said, I wanted to see him in Robert Pattinson's Batman 2. He doesn't need to be there. As long as he's in Brave and the Bold, I'm good. Yeah. I want to see Damien. Yeah. Because I agree with you. And I love that they're doing Elseworlds, like making the Snyderverse <laughs> everything Elseworlds. And like then Batman and Joker are Elseworlds. Elseworlds. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. I, and I also like how he, it's it's a, such a, like a, it, I don't think it's a small thing. He's like, Film, television, animation, and gaming. It's all together. Video games, yeah. Video games, insane. What? Like, I wonder how that really plays I'll into tell you it. What? Rocksteady better bring back uh, fucking Batman Arkham or start doing more superhero. Ooh. Do Superman, do Green Lantern. Yeah. Flash. Like, fuck, I want to see some cool Ooh. shit. Man. Speaking of Green Lantern, what did you think about that true detective announcement? I loved it. That sounds amazing. Yeah, lanterns. I think that might be, I mean, besides obviously the Superman movie, I think Lanterns is what I'm most hyped for because we need a really good, me and Jake love Green Lantern, Cody. Like you don't understand, like Green Lantern needs justice done to him in the movies or, t- well, this is going to be a show, but HBO Max show, I'm ready. That's, I know that's going to be great. I hope, Dude, uh, I, I hope they borrow the title from, uh, I think it is Grant Morrison, right? Intergalactic Lawman. Green Lantern. Oh, that part. Oh, yeah. I would, li- I would like the show to be called that. Green Lantern Intergalactic Lawman. That would be. But it it seems like it's going to be taking place on Earth at least this okay, season. I or- don't like that. I every Green Lantern comic mm. I like takes as far away from Earth as possible. Sinestro Core Wars. Yeah. Blackest Night until they get to Earth. Like everything. In Green Lantern happens in space. That's cool. Though. True, but I mean, I'm sure we'll get glimpses of space. Of course, I'm sure there'll be scenes in space. But they are starting off and like. You know, like I, I guess yeah, for, for a, a starting point, it makes sense on Earth. Yeah, like of course they're going to go into space. Start them on Earth, take them to space. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think go balls to the wall. Started that shit. But Green Lantern, you know, in the comics, he does protect Earth. There's plenty of Green Lantern protecting Earth, like aliens coming to Earth and shit like that. So there's still room for space. I, I just really like Green Lantern's like extended space universe. Yeah, but think of how cool it would be if they connected lanterns to pe- Peacemaker and all. I mean, because you didn't expect Peacemaker to be dealing with aliens. And yeah. that's what it, it was entirely. And yeah. And then you know what? Earth One, like Green Lantern Earth One, right? right. Like that's a very like it's in space, I guess. It's in space a lot. Right. But like it is a very like detective like story. And if it's gonna have that tone, I think it works. Yeah. It still works on Earth. I get what you're saying I, though. No, absolutely Green Lantern needs to be in space, but I'm okay with it for first season. Absolutely. I always felt like the tone of Interstellar should be Green Lantern's tone. 
Mm. Like, I would love that. Nice. To, to where like you actually like whoa, like you're like like when you see Green Lantern on this big screen, it should be like looking at Avatar. Yeah, but the thing is, this first season we're not getting him on the big. Like, what no. if you're right? What if you get what you want? But just to intro the characters in the universe, we get this soft intro. You know what I mean? Would you cast that like gets Cody us to gun f- Cody Gun. Cody gun. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Jake Gunn and Cody Feige. Who would you cast as live action? Because they said they're going to do Hal Jordan and John Stewart, right? Yeah, yeah. So who, who are you guys going to cast live action? Hal Jordan and John Stewart. So one of each. Let's get it. Let's get into it. Okay, for John Stewart. Um, and cause, just because I want these dudes to be like on the younger side of things. John David Washington is who I want for John Stewart. He was in Tenet. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Denzel son. Black Klansman. I think he can make a great John Stewart. For one of the first people that comes to mind for me, he was in Insecure, and he 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 was he made the beats and stuff. Oh, I know who you're talking about. I know the face. Yeah, okay. yeah. I don't know. I, I have my Hal Jordan pretty dead set, and I've had it for years. Okay, if for years. Maybe. What if he's aged out of it? I don't. Maybe. I mean, yeah. I guess if you're going with a, it depends how young. I don't even know how old this actor is. He's older than when we first saw him. Uh, Chris Pine is who I would say. For Hal Jordan. I feel like if he was younger, for sure. How old is Chris Pine? He, and if he hadn't already played Steve Trevor, it's, if it would, I feel like it feels too similar. Yeah, but Steve Trevor is a lame character. Green Lantern's... He was in, uh, he was in Star Trek. Yeah, but when he was in Star Trek, I think I, I definitely agree with you. But yeah. like now we need to find somebody a little... You know, because Chris Pine, by the time this comes out, he's going to be in his late 40s, probably. Really? Mid-40s. Yeah. I mean, unless they're going for an older Hal Jordan, it's very possible. You know what I'm going to say? I would love Tom Cruise to be Hal what? Jordan. I know that's never uh, going to happen. That's insane. That's I am, I'm absolutely outraged. Why? What? <laughs> he would make a great Hal Jordan. Yeah. Okay. Also, dude, like Chris Pine. Chris Pine is it makes a better Hal Jordan than Tom Cruise. Yeah, I, I agree. Even, I'm with no, Jake 100. percent I wouldn't want Tom Cruise. I feel like. Tom Cruise was doing Mission Impossible when we were children. Let that man retire. He doesn't want to. He's an he's animal. Not gonna, why? He's doing crazy shit. No, I know. <laughs> I, I, I'm just saying, like, I'm, I don't want somebody, unless they're, like, purposefully making Hal old as fuck. Okay, and I'm only oh. because I've, I saw the movie recently. Austin Butler as Hal Jordan. He played Elvis. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. That I like. Oh, no. I was going to cast him as... Who the fuck was I going to cast him as? Someone else in the... I thought he actually... He might make a good Superman. No. I don't think he's tall or big enough. Yeah. You have to get jacked. But Austin Butler as Hal Jordan. I like that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I could see that. Yeah. I could see that. I could see that. I like that. I fuck with it. That's better for than both of... The other ones, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, it's and it seems the most realistic out of who could, you know, who would play him. Yeah, exactly. who are we doing for John Stewart? I, once again, if this was, if we didn't have a limit on age, I would probably suggest Idris Elba. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, but that's yeah. why I like what's his name, like because that dude could get jacked. You know what I mean? And he who? he look he could pep, uh, the dude. What's his name from Insecure? He could like get stocky, and he could easily pass for like an ex-military guy you know what i mean or mm. i'm still going with john david washington i feel like he could who is it? what's he in up. he's in Tenet and he's in black Lansman. oh okay okay yeah, yeah. i know black exactly Andrew who you're Lansman. talking about so yeah i don't know yeah. i don't know yeah he's cool i just he doesn't do anything for me he doesn't move me mm. <laughs> well yeah we can go with he moves fine i'll go with uh anthony mackie i'm actually gonna go with anthony anderson at the end is John Stewart. That's absurd. <laughs> um, so uh, cool, nice. Okay, next, let's talk about Mofuck. And how do you guys feel about the Wildcat universe and the Authority and stuff like that? I'm down with the Wildcat. Well, I never read um, Authority specifically. I read some Stormwatch, which like. It's Stormwatch, and then they become the Authority. But I don't know enough. Like I'm gonna read the Authority, so I'm like, sure, I'm excited for it because it seems like it's gonna be like DC's The Boys, kind of. Or yeah, whatever. exactly. Like I was gonna say, almost like the Dark Justice League, but not like that. But like, it's interesting because they're the kind of team that is gonna be like Jake was saying. It seems like we're gonna get a brighter 
DCU. And authority doesn't fit the brighter DCU. So I'm 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 wondering how it's gonna play in. Like what is there gonna be their role in this like big well, thing, you know? I'll tell you guys a story you guys should honestly read and just get the whole omnibus because it's written and it's it's in the Wildcat universe and it's fucking called Sleeper by Ed Brubaker and Sean Phillips. And mm. it takes place like like dude, the grifter is in this comic, Midnighters in this comic. Grifter. Like it's fucking weird. It, it this reads like an espionage like thriller with superheroes. Nice. Cody, have you read any of that universe? Um I've read like uh a couple books, but I've not taken the time to dive in if I'm being honest. Yeah, I feel like like a lot of these movies that were introduced is going to make me finally read like Swamp Thing was another another You've um, never read uh Alan Moore's Swamp Thing? I've never read Alan Moore's Swamp Yo, Thing. So. We yeah. should do that. Yeah. Well, that's the point. Yeah, well, we should do that. I was gonna but say, that, but that's another. We should thing. do everything. We should do everything on the sleep. You know, like so many of these things, or all of them, are based on a book that we've either talked about. Maybe, for instance, All Star Superman is what is going to influence apparently Superman Legacy. But like, we need to do Alan Moore Swamp Thing. I've never read it, and I want to read it. It's really good. You can't handle it, dude. But Ooh. that's the thing. That's what I like about this is how Jake was talking about a brighter future. That's not true because so yes, like Superman is going to be colorful. Swamp Thing is going to be as he said, a horror movie. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And it's going to close out everything, apparently. Like, yeah. And it, he also said something interesting that it's like almost separate from everything, but it still is going to connect it. Did yeah. you notice he said that? Like, yeah, he said tonally it's going to be very different Yeah. from everything else we're talking about, but it is going to feed into it. So which horror director would you like to see do Swamp Thing? Guillermo del Toro. Yes. Honestly. Yes. That's easily. a banger of a choice. Especially no, if Guillermo no isn't doing the writing. No offense, Guillermo. Ooh. But I kind of get what you mean. Pinocchio didn't do it for me. Yeah, same. I'll say that Pinocchio much. Did I'll say that much. For me. Though the animation like, really fucked yeah. up me when I was on shrooms. So Oh yeah, you watched it. Was- <laughs> <laughs> I turned it off after a while. I was like, "This is intense." <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, it was it was good. I get the appeal, but it just like wasn't the like if you could get a really great horror writer and have them write it with Guillermo's aesthetics. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where was your tongue in that situation? <laughs> up Guillermo's ass. In Swamp Things. <laughs> Talk about eating some swamp yeah, ass. You know what I'm talking about? fucking swamp ass. We do love Guillermo, Guillermo de Toro here on this show, so I don't want to yep. badmouth the OG. Uh-huh. There's also going to be a, an animated series called Creature Commandos. Yeah, what the fuck is that? It's it's definitely an older su- series, yeah. I love that James Gunn be like, you know what I want? This property that nobody's heard of. <laughs> exactly. That's what I do like. I'll be honest. I, I, other than Rocket Raccoon, I truly did not hear of Guardians of the Galaxy until the first movie came out. Yeah. So. Oh, wow. But that's cool. Like James Gunn made that more popular and made people know it. And I'm sure that's what he's going to do with a lot of these characters. Exactly. Like, I mean, dude, he did a whole awesome show around fucking Peacemaker who like realistically in the comics, who gives a fuck, you know? Exactly. <laughs> people are going to start knowing like probably some, character. but like Creature Commandos has like Frankenstein. Like, you know, Frankenstein, you know what I mean? Like, but it's a cool Frankenstein in the DC universe is fucking awesome. He has a sword. He's got a mohawk. He like, kicks only, ass. The only undead person I fucks with in DC universe is Solomon Grundy and dead man. Ooh, great people. I don't need Frankenstein all up in this. What? Frankenstein's awesome. Solomon Grundy would whoop that ass. But like, he's like the Frankenstein in the book. So he speaks very poetically a lot too. Like he's a cool, when you read a Frank, like Jeff Lemire actually has a Frankenstein uh, series. Like, so that might be worth checking out. What a dude, that guy, that guy is super, like such a iconic comic book writer, but very hit or miss. What? I feel like Jeff Lemire is like 90% I mean, hit. More, yeah, I would say he's more hit than Miss. But he does have some, some of his swings of just he like, does have some misses, yeah. yeah. I'll say his misses are just like, they're not bad, but it's just kind of like, all right, that was, I read that. I think for him, because he sets his quality so high that when he does miss, you're just like, oh, I've read better of yours. Yeah, good point. I'll give you guys that. Yeah, like I've never read a bad comic for, by him, but maybe some forgettable yeah. ones, or they're just some of his comics are so down to earth that you're just like, all right, well, 
<laughs> you know, like I don't know. I, I get what you guys are saying, but I love I love Jeff Lemire. But I'm glad that some of his stories are. I'm a uh, fan of Black Hammer, you know. dude. I'm balls deep into Black Hammer. Yeah, you guys got to catch up. I, I I haven't read past the first one. I need to read more. Ooh, I'm on volume like six. Damn, I I probably read that far. I haven't read. There's so many Black Hammer stories. Yeah, that's the thing. I don't know if I can keep up with it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a huge it's universe a into itself now. Yeah. There's like offshoot comics too. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. Jeff Lemire does write a lot, quantity wise. Like he just he does turn out a lot. Yeah, and, I can't believe, dude. I I don't understand how some of these people be churning out content like that, dude. I mean, that's how we felt about when we interviewed Rodney again. I was like, I was like, yeah, so immediately what I thought of, and like just churning out dope shit. Like it's crazy. Yeah. It's impressive, and it's good. Like it's not just that he's putting stuff out; it's all good. Yeah, no, no, yeah. It's not like run of the mill, like assembly line shit. No, it's all good. I want. I'm probably gonna get Blackula today. Ooh, because I'm going to that Ronnie Barnes signing. No, nice. yes. I know exactly where that store is. I've been there before. It's cool. Nice. Yeah, definitely get a picture with him or something. That's awesome. No, I very much. I'm gonna ask him. Can you imagine if he's like, no, sorry, man. <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> no, I, I can't, <laughs> I can't, I can't see him doing that. <laughs> Booster Gold. I'm excited Ooh. for Booster Gold. He's getting a TV show. What would you guys cast as Booster Gold? OBG. Know who I heard someone say, and I was mad that I, I saw it, and I was like, yeah, why not? Yeah. <laughs> Chris Pratt as Booster no, Gold. <laughs> I'm just over. You know Chris Pratt is going to get a role somewhere in the DCU. Like James Gunn and him are buddies. He honestly will get a role at some point. So you got to give him one that you're like, all right, he's that guy, and we don't have to worry about him being like the voice of. Like- I'd rather him voice some no name though, kind of like Bradley Cooper did with Rocket. Ah, who's like a funny, like comedian right now, white c- comic guy that would kill his uh, booster. booster? A funny character. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You need, need comedy. comedy. I would rather go with a comedic actor than like a legit dramatic actor. If he was younger, I feel like Neil Patrick Harris could do it. Mm. He's so petite, though. Yeah. He's a very small Oh, yeah, guy. he's a small dude. You're right. Oh, Nathan Fillion also, if he was younger, would be the perfect. Well, he might still be able to pull it off. Nathan Fillion is actually the perfect booster yeah, goal. If you guys thought Chris Prime, Nathan Fillion is older than Chris Prime, my dude. Sorry to say. Yeah, <laughs> Chris I'm Prime. Super, I'm Chris super, Prime. I'm super <laughs> against Nathan Fillion, honestly. Wow. Well, um, those are my, I, I don't, those are my uh, internet fandom and nerddom like sucks the shit. Out of Nathan Fillion's dick, like he must have uh-huh. no sperm in his balls, because uh, he just has like he could have been any like he could just play a comic book character, like pick one, and he he could probably See, pull it off. Where I probably would have like Bruce Campbell kind of has that kind of. I would have cast the Nathan Fillion like back in the day as Green Lantern, honestly, Hal Jordan. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Back in the day, Nathan Fillion could have played any superhero, basically. Like he kind of like how Stephen Lang could play anyone. Ooh, it, <laughs> Stephen Lang Stephen as Lang. Kingdom Come Superman, if they were like to do it, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, he, he feels you know too evil cool. for that. No, Stephen Lang, he could play a righteous man, <laughs> a righteous, <laughs> a righteous <laughs> dude. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a young, funny actor. Right? Why can't I? Th- a funny lead. What shows are? There? And I'm trying to think. A good place to find that is like horror. Or what about the dude from the Bear playing Booster Gold? Ooh. Honestly, that bad. would be cool. That's like a pretty that solid. Is, yeah. right? even, there we funny, go. Like, in, in both Shameless and uh, The Bear. And like, yeah. and like the whole. Ooh, I kind of like that. Like, because he's a short dude. And I kind of almost like that for Booster. But he could be like jacked and look good. You know what I mean? Yeah. I like the casting a lot. Because Booster Gold's whole thing is like, he's kind of just like an asshole. Like he's, he's, you know, like. You like him for, for him, like just like failing, and like so you're like, yeah, uh, he's kind of a mess, too. Exactly. So, like, like, exactly. Yeah, like the so. Bear, yeah, the bear, but booster cold. I think that'd be cool. <laughs> I, think I kind of like that a lot. All right, then. There we go. I had, I gave, I gave some shitty answers, and then you guys were like, yeah, yeah we got it. <laughs> hey, you redeemed yourself. Yeah. yeah. That's what you got to do on Comics and Chronic. You give bad takes, you got to find or a good take the and then make them forget those bad ones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, how many Joe Pesci's are we giving the DC slate? Oh, wait, wait, we're wait. Done. Well, we're not done with this. Oh, slate, are, we, are we still going? Yeah. We didn't even talk Superman. We also yeah, didn't we're still going. Okay. Live action Batman and Robin for both Raven the Bull. Yeah, we're oh, not there Oh, okay, okay. Hold on, let me go, let me go hit the bong okay, real quick. Co- Cody, who do you got for Batman and Robin? 
for Batman. So we're doing older Batman. Yeah, I guess. Cause he, Damien is like what? 13 or 12 or 11. Yeah. And Batman doesn't, I don't even though uh, Batman don't be having his kid young. You know what I mean? Batman's a young bachelor. Ooh, he has his kid at least bachelor. when he's. <laughs> you know, I feel like because Batman is so skilled at everything, he's been pretty skilled at pulling out his whole life. Exactly, you know I mean? for sure. But like Talia's yeah, Batman is so fuego. Batman, yeah, Batman, plus he's got contingencies for contingencies. Oh, for you sure. know, he has a board. <laughs> Bruce Wayne is definitely paid for a few abortions in his time. No doubt, he's like, I, he's like, I can't be a father. I'm a crime fighter. Yeah, yeah, you know exactly. what I mean? <laughs> he, like, he like does them in the Batcave, and they're like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. I studied. <laughs> abortion surgery <laughs> 10 years like, what what the f- why <laughs> <laughs> no no he has alfred give the abortions <laughs> god damn what did i miss oh god back to, he makes alfred do the abortion <laughs> Wait, so did you guys cast Damien? No, we didn't. <laughs> no, we were no, just been talking about how Batman was definitely an older father because he's, he's he, been pulling uh, out he his did. whole life. Like he's so Batman, you know, he, he's mastered criminology, forensics, jitsu, like ninjutsu. He's mastered. Plus, how out. he can just like disappear when people don't yeah. know, realize he's even gone. <laughs> yeah. You know that a dude's a point. pro at pulling out. Oh, for sure. He is the ultimate, like, I'm going out for a pack of cigarettes, but. So having said all that, <laughs> what we were saying, but so you know, because he does have Damien, that, like, Talia's Poonani was, was Talia. Matt Fuego. Like, he couldn't even. Yeah. Even he was like, oh, yeah. Alfred, help me. Yeah. You <laughs> <I> can't. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm excited that that also Damien does imply Talia Ra's al Ghul is or will probably be the villains in the movie, right? Probably. And I'm I'm down for that. Now, who I really think should be should have been Damien, he can't be Damien now. Did you guys? And I didn't even really watch all of it. The Umbrella Academy. Yeah. There was the the young kid who was actually older. That would he he would have made the perfect Damien a few years back. Yeah, I don't know enough about children actors to have it's any tough, idea yeah. who could play Damien. It's probably yeah. going to be an unknown. Yeah, it's going to be an unknown, and that's fine. Like a kid that's just really rambunctious, and you're like, yeah, that fucking little fucker's that. You that's know who Damien. We need? we need the kid from Black Adam. <laughs> oh God! Oh, oh, the kid no, kill me too. <laughs> who I hated. Yeah. Oh, Spider. No, Spider is Damien. You know who did? I, I, I don't, don't know either. if you guys watch Cobra Kai, but one of the actors from there, uh, the mean kid boy, the bad boy. I don't know what I, I didn't watch Cobra Kai, honestly. Mm, that's an interesting point because um, one of the dudes from Cobra Kai is going to be Blue Beetle. Yes, exactly. The main exactly. kid. So one of the other actors, that guy's mm. like Nemesis. The, the actor's. And Cobra Kai's and was, yes, I know who yeah. you're talking about. He posted yeah. a picture of himself with the Robin mask, and it looked sick. Honestly, I was like, "Damn!" I was like, "All right." Well, he, he was like, "James Gunn cast me," or like, you know, talk to DC. He's like, "DC, reach out to me." I really want Damien to be like a young kid. Though. Yeah, no, he needs. Yeah. To, like, it would make it work better. He needs I think, to be like a legit kid, and be awesome. They need to find some new up and coming kid star. Yeah, yeah. So then who the fuck is going to be Batman? Older Batman? You think it's going to be Ben Affleck still? That's no, probably not, not right. We're over Ben Affleck. No, I don't want it to be. Yeah. I think James Gunn is over Ben Affleck, you know? Yeah. Who do you think it's who do you think it should be? Yeah. So older Batman. How old are we talking? Forties, fifties? Definitely like late thirties, early forties. Yeah. I'd say four yeah. I'd say forties is a safe bet. Let's say Batman had Damien when he was like twenty, twenty two. No, I would say twenty eight at the earliest. Yeah, I agree. So I'm saying so like get- let's make Batman like late thirties, early forties. At 12 years to 28, so like 42. Okay. 42, 43. Yeah. I guess another point is also James Gunn said the extended Bat families included. So that's if Damien's there, it definitely implies uh, Dick Grayson is Nightwing or older, right? And maybe Tim Drake, but either way, that means we have, yeah, like an older Batman. Mm -hmm. So who the fuck should be Batman? That's such a big... And and for that matter, we're going to have to talk about Superman for like who the fuck is going to be our new Batman and Superman. Should it be people we we know a little bit? Like like Henry Cavill, I didn't know. That's true. 
before he was Superman, you know? Until he was Superman. <laughs> right. Whereas Robert Pattinson has a history of playing great, great characters, you know? So, like, I don't want to see Robert Pattinson's universe have Robins, to be honest. No. Yeah, no. Now I'm okay with that, excluding Robins for sure. Yeah, I would prefer I it. I never honestly. really wanted him to have a Robin, yeah. I think it, it's going to make sense for him still because in the, that first movie, again, you kind of see him really relate to the younger characters, you know, him like trying to help out that little kid after his parents were shot. Remember that? I think Robert Pattinson's character has the potential for it, but yeah, we don't need it. But for this movie, like I, I, I just find it so hard to cast things and especially these characters. Pedro like, Pascal as Bruce Wayne. <laughs> I mean, I don't, serious. I don't hate it. I don't really I don't hate that at all. Honest, but but uh, it's not what I want. Yeah. Yeah, but but old Batman, I could totally see that, Jake. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Stephen Lang is old Batman. Like, like no, old, too no, old. I'm talking about like Dark Knight Returns. Oh yeah, yeah, that perfect old. old yeah. yeah, or even Kingdom Come Batman, I would give him that. No, Stephen Lang's still jacked, man. He's not like a frail old man. True, but he could still play a frail old man and still act his ass off as a tough dude. Stephen Lang refuses to play frail old man. <laughs> Well, he played a blind dude, didn't he? Yeah, like, that dude was wasn't like, frail. He was killing everyone in that basement. Yeah. Oh, I thought he was like a frail dude yeah, in that movie. No, like, he killed people. He like, went into his uh, house. Yeah. Man. And he has like echolocation. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like a bat. Pretty much. Exactly like a bat. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, so I would say um, for my Batman cost- casting... Costing. Costing. <laughs> Costing. Casting. <laughs> mm. Damn, this is tough. Why is this so hard for me right I now? I know, this is what I'm saying. I, I don't think there's going to be a right answer, you know? I don't think there's going to be. Somebody who's like in their late 20s, early 30s now, because it's not coming out for like five years, you know? Good point. Or three what years like, or so. And I, I feel like it's, no, everyone's going to disagree. I already know on site. What? But you guys are going to disagree for the wrong reasons, but like in an eye, like because he's so linked with Thor, like Chris Hemsworth, put a Batman cowl on him. He's big. Mm. He's jacked. We've mm. only, you're I gotta only think about, about him one. from the Marvel lens. You know yeah. I, mean? I got, yeah. I got to like expel that image from my head for a second. <laughs> Just put a, like a Batman costume on that dude's body. But you know what? As soon as you said that, then I thought of a weird re- answer what? too. then. Like I thought, I thought Robert Downey Jr. as Batman. Let oh, him be Bruce. No. As older Batman, maybe. Yeah, older really, Batman. I don't really want that. No, no I don't no, want it, but want Jake saying that was like, huh, what if... Have worked. I don't yeah. really know. I don't know the answer to any of these questions. It's tough, yeah. tough. And And to go off of what you said, Cody, about age, so Superman Legacy comes out 2025, and he said Superman's going to be like around 25 years old. So Clark is like born in like the year 2000. Put it into perspective, in 2001, when Superman was one years old, he watched planes fly into the Twin Towers and did nothing about it. He was a baby. He wasn't going to stop 9-11. <laughs> uh, if you say so, man. Even as a super so. baby, that's hilarious. <laughs> Even as a super baby. Yeah, he could have he could have just lasered him out of the sky. Yeah, he could have been like, goo goo goo. What does he know? <laughs> Dude. And... He's, he's a defending. super baby. No, he hasn't yeah. honed his skills yet. He's literally... <laughs> of course, yeah, yeah, obviously. Also, didn't his powers not really show up until he was, like, hit puberty? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. So, no, he couldn't have stopped 9-11. Fine, you ruined my joke. You sound like a right-wing conspiracy, like, why did <laughs> Superman as a baby stop 9-11? <laughs> like, like, I uh, hope that's in the movie. Yeah, I hope that would this be is like, like, an Alice Jones character. <laughs> Yeah, like, he could have stopped. Stop. Okay, so who would you guys cast as a twenty-five-year-old Superman? It's tough, man. It's tough. Like I kind of want it to be an, an unknown person, but like both Bruce Wayne and Clark, they should just be the, like super attractive dudes. Like it, that's you know, like their face is just like, yep, that's Superman, all right. That's Batman. Like meaning, like it could be a super like a, a good-looking unknown dude, and then that just works as long as they're a good actor. Like I was kind of thinking Austin Butler again. Like I feel like maybe him as Bruce Wayne. What about He's that? So young. <laughs> He's too. Yeah, I would. I would rather see like that's but the again, age of where another five years. You know, give it that if they're going to film in another five years, right? Well, it's twenty twenty three. Superman's only two years away, and you're definitely going to see these characters pop up before their actual movie. I would assume, like in some I way. Think Dwayne, you know what I mean? Bruce Wade is the. <laughs> it's tough. I suck at casting, so I'm not gonna. I can't think, especially for these. I two. don't have an answer. I think I'm both too high, and I just don't have the answer. Yeah, I need to do my research into young actors. 
Yeah, because then we have to think who's going to be Supergirl. You know, we have to we have to figure out. I mean, like 23, like, oh, yeah, 24, 25. <laughs> oh, oh, I just got hit with something. What, what is it, oh. Cody? Fight? Um, <laughs> the dude who plays like the big uh yo. <laughs> Boom, boom, boom. I'm sorry, my brain is just kind of... <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so for young Bruce Wayne, or or for Bruce Wayne in... He's not going to be young. Like we said, he's going to be a dad. Theo James from White Lotus. Um, ooh, I'd be down with that. I could see this guy as Bruce Wayne. Sure, sure, I could see it. Theo James. He's big, he's gorgeous, you <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? He is, yeah, he was jacked on the show. Yeah. So was the other dude. Ethan was ripped too. Yeah. Ethan is Clark. Ethan's short though. Yeah, I know. Ethan was taller for sure. He has that bushy, like, remember back in the day when they drew Superman with the kind of longish hair? Yeah. He, 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 he kind of Superman. Yeah, Superman can't be short, unfortunately. Because I, I was thinking maybe like Kit Harrington as either of these guys, but he's mm, short. He's too short. What about... Are we just fried? <laughs> yeah. We're fried. Also, I, I do feel like I'm I'm be, uh, like my honest opinion is like I I think unknown is gonna work yeah. or not unknown, but like maybe they have one I or think two I'm roles. Also, yeah, yeah or, I'm just more intrigued to see some unknowns. Well, I'm also like I mean that's why I picked somebody like Theo James for Bruce because what you want to do is some, you want a strong actor, but you also want some you don't want to be casting somebody who's already iconic. Facts. Okay. Good point. But I got one real quick, <laughs> an iconic casting that I think would work. Right. Anya Taylor Joy as Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow. Ooh, that's actually like yeah, that. that would oh yeah, a lot. That, would that would be perfect. perfect. Yeah, especially after watching the menu. Yeah. yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah, yeah. All right. So the only things we 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 haven't talked about yet. There's going to be a Waller TV show that almost seems like it could be either Peacemaker season two or it's going to feel that he way. He said it's going to interact with characters from Peacemaker. Oh, nice. That makes total yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. It's going to bring her daughter in. Yeah. I imagine it at least one of the best parts of Peacemaker for sure. Yeah, she's great. Yeah. So those characters, I'm ready for that. And then fucking Game of Thrones style Wonder Woman Paradise Lost. And- oh, Themyscira. Yeah, I'm so ready for that. I feel like we talked about that. I feel like that was like a wish one of us said. I, I could almost swear in one of the hundreds of episodes we did, we said something like that. I might have said it. I'm not going <laughs> to promise that, but I... I it just makes too much sense. Yeah, like and it. honestly, the fact that they're so down for everything to be tonally different, that has been our biggest gripe of the Marvel Universe. Mm. You know what I mean? That it all just feels exactly the same thing over and facts. over. Big time facts. You know, so having having Paradise Lost be, uh, you know, a, be a Game of Thrones-esque HBO show. Yeah. Having fucking... Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow be a sci-fi, depressing, bleak, but colorful sci-fi. It's a sci-fi Western. Yeah. Like when you read it, it's super Western. It's a sci-fi Western for sure. Yeah. Swamp Thing, like you said, horror. Yeah, Swamp Thing. Dude, I am so fucking pumped. Ooh, I'm ready for DC to dethrone Marvel, honestly. Yeah. I am too. I've always been a bigger DC fan than Marvel, so I wanted to see. DC deserves justice in their film and TV. Yeah, they do. That's what we want to see. That's what I'm yeah. rooting for. Like, I want Marvel to still be good and put out too. banger yeah. shit, and they still are gonna they, like. Like, like that's what always is so silly. Like, it's like Bloods and Crips sometimes when people talk about. Yeah. We don't need to take sides. Marvel and DC could both put out good shit for us. We're giving the money. When people talk about Marvel and DC. They get very gang affiliated. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just like what, what? I want good shit from both. I want both of them to succeed, you know? No, yeah. I mean, I've always been more even split amongst the two. Um, I think I yeah, think, I think Anthony's the that. Marvel boy. I think D- Jake's the DC boy, and I'm somewhere in between. I mean, I yeah, I definitely favor Marvel, but, but it just depends. Like, I love both, but, like, yeah, I, I think there's more characters in Marvel that I just like. Like, Blue Beetle, awesome. He's getting his own movie, but I'm not super hyped for that, you know? Yeah. That being said, I am basically uh, if as long as Marvel doesn't fuck up the X-Men, I'm on board. Yeah, we still have X-Men to look forward to with Marvel. Like it's all about the looking forward to like, oh, we're finally going to get these characters true to the comics. At least that's Hopefully. what the DC side I'm 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 hoping for. Yeah. X-Men we don't know what's coming with that, but 
What do you think the DCU, so the chapter one is gods and monsters. Like, do you think, A, do you think there is going to be a big bad at the end of one? Or is there going to be like building up to a Thanos in like a later phase? Like, how do you, what do you, like who should, like, I don't think they should be going to dark side. I think that's not who they should go to yet. Oh God, no, that's not even their goal. I mean, from the, from the looks of all of it, it just seems Brainiac. What if they did Brainiac? Mm. Yeah, but do it down the road. Don't do it right away. You know what I mean? Like just, I mean, at the end of the chapter, like, you know what I mean? But they said they're ending with swamp thing, which is a very different, like, I just, I honestly don't care. I don't want them to do what like, I'm I'm glad that they're going to create a collective universe, but like, what if towards the end, the authority end up becoming kind of the, you know what I mean? Like, no, okay. Yes. Yes. There you go. That's what I was thinking, dude. Like J justice league versus authority. Authority, with the authority almost being like the Snyderverse stand-in. Like, Ooh. if you think about it, like it, it's like, like Jake is saying, like it really does feel like it's this brighter, hopeful DC that is in the comics and is a big part of the comics. Yeah. Again, we come from that Civil War edgelord era where everything had to be dark and gritty and Wonder Woman snapping necks and people are getting <laughs> bloody and it's just... I mean, I do want to like, snap necks. I was never opposed to that. Oh, for sure, for sure. But like... If, if, if like we want DC to succeed, I think it needs to lean more towards that like brightness. And like, I think putting them up against the authority is going to be a great way to show like Superman's not going to be the guy to snap a neck. The other guys are, he's going to be a guy to figure out a different way. Batman's not like mowing down people with a machine gun turret. Like he's like, <laughs> you know, using his brain. You know what I mean? I don't know. That's what I hope for. Maybe you guys like that, that other stuff. That's cool. But like, I'm, no, what? no, I'm with you. Uh, like, I'm with you. Like, don't get me wrong. I love a bloodthirsty Wonder Woman, but <laughs> but is there's ways to make it. It doesn't have to be in like like super gray overtones and like you know what I mean. Yeah, absolutely. And the thing is, like, she's bloodthirsty, but she's not always bloodthirsty. How many times does she fight against Cheetah? You know what I mean? And, she should cut that right. bitch's head off immediately. <laughs> <laughs> also, so damn. I assume that also means we're getting rid of Gal Gadot. Which is fine. I, fine. I, I, I want a, I want a better actor. You know. I, I I really hope so. Honestly, weirdly, it doesn't seem like they're getting rid of Ezra Miller. It's fucking weird. I, wow. Out of all of this, Ezra Miller is sticking around. Get the fuck out of here. Ezra Miller is the reverse Flash who went back in time and like he really fucked is. with his own trajectory of success. I thought that dude was gonna be arrested. And James Gunn was even like, that movie is fucking awesome. Like, it's going to kick, reboot everything. Like, what? Like, is it that important to everything? Like, that. Yeah, yeah seriously. Jeez. Also, are we seeing, are we seeing Jason Momoa go as uh, Aquaman? Which is like, fine. Yeah, get rid of him. Yeah, I think so. There's really, there was a weird video, but I think like Jason Momoa is going to become Lobo. Like, it almost seems like that's exactly what's going to happen. And I'm down for that. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Jason Momoa can go. Yeah, get rid of him, man. He's not that great of an He's actor. Wow, well, Momoa haters. Yeah, he would make a great Lobo though. No, I don't agree. I like him, Jason Momoa. We don't hate you here. Only Jake and Cody. What about as Dick Grayson, Timothy Chalamet? Yeah, I knew you were gonna say that. I mean, I would, I would love that. Tbh, Dick Grayson. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> I only want Gary Busey or some shit. Is like yeah. Gary Busey as Nightwing? Yes, yes, dude. Yeah, yes. Can't leave the nineties or two thousands for his casting for some reason. Yeah, I don't know. I'm on a big nineties kick. I was actually thinking. I really feel like Kit Harrington could play a lot of superheroes. I feel like he could play Nightwing, but again, he's too short, but out of like those guys, I feel like he could be, he's shorter than Batman. Dude, bring the kid who played, uh, the one-eyed dick kid from Game of Thrones into the DCU. The one-eyed kid? Oh. The dude who gets his eye cut out in House of Dragon. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Amen. Targaryen. Yeah. Yeah. That's not bad. Ooh, what about, uh, adult Reyna as Supergirl? Ooh. Wait, which one is Rhaenyra? I almost like Anya better. Rhaenyra? Oh, Rhaenyra. Rhaenyra. Yeah, Rhaenyra. Yeah. Not young Rhaenyra. Older Rhaenyra. I'd rather young Rhaenyra. So here's my question. Do you think if they're doing, since it's all going to be connected, uh, Paradise Lost, do you think they're they're probably going to have like a young Wonder Woman then, right? Especially if Superman's, they're shooting for him to be like 25. So in the comics, like they've, they've definitely expanded 
Themyscira and all the Amazons. There's different tribes. There's different wonder. There's not just Wonder Woman, and we know we know they're they're immortal people, right? So like, even though it's a prequel, it really wouldn't matter because that person it could still be like, for instance, you could just do Hippolyta, right? Wonder Woman's mom. Mm-hmm. She could be the Wonder Woman, which she has been. You could do also like Greek gods too. Yes, exactly. And she was Wonder Woman in Grant Morrison's Justice League. So. I almost see them doing that instead of like recasting Diana right away, making Hippolyta. Uh, is Wonder it Hippolyta? Woman. I thought it was Hippolyta. I think I no, think it's Hippolyta. Hippolyta. I wouldn't say Hippolyta. 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 I'm saying Hippolyta. We'll ask um, our uh, AI Jarvis, resident Greek scholar. Chronic. I don't think Chronic Jarvis knows this. I have to program <laughs> Greek in, into Chronic Jarvis before we can. <laughs> All right, so then uh, how many Pesci's does the future of the DCU? How many Joe Pesci's are we giving? Well, for the future, I'm going to be uh, the announcement and the ideas James Gunn is throwing out there. The hope that he's giving us. I'm, I'm giving it a six. Yeah, yeah. It's giving me six vibes. It's giving me hard six vibes. Bro, bro, bro. Ah, he's back, ah, finally. Ah. <laughs> Satan returns. <laughs> Dude, I'm back. Uh, it's been too long. It's been, been too, too long, long since we had the devil around. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> That's like such a <laughs> because it's such like an old radio station thing to do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's so fun. <laughs> well. All right, well. Thanks for tuning in. There she blows. There she blows. There There is hope on the horizon for the DC Extended Universe. There is. There is. Seriously, I'm excited. I always like when like the the first Suicide Squad movie was coming out, Batman versus Superman. I'm like, fuck, what is DC doing? It was in the video, James Gunn even says, he was like, for years now, DC has been straight doo-doo. He didn't say those words, you know what I mean? Like, Yeah, they've been fucking fucking disconnected. Yeah, I was like, yeah, it was straight doo doo. Is what you're trying to say, James? Warner Brothers won't let you say it, but we know. Yeah, yeah. Did you end it? No. Oh, shit. should we end it? We did. Well, we didn't end it because we didn't end it, dude. I was <laughs> just high. Like <laughs> I was just high for a moment. All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening. <laughs> Sorry, I just like got in the zone and got. Did a we thought. end it? <laughs> I, I got a thought and I wanted to share it. Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, thanks for listening. Comics and Chronic. You guys are some stinkers. (laughs) (laughs) All right, now I'm going to stop. Hi, you're listening to Comics and Chronic, and I'm Jacob H. I'm Cody Cannon. And I'm Anthony Iannaccio. And you can tune in every Thursday to hear new episodes of Comics and Chronic. And make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter, at Comics and Chronic. That's Comics, the letter N, Chronic. We'll see you guys next week. Woo! Peace.